0: The following program is brought to you by the Five Eleven Media Group. This program is available on iTunes, Spotify, the Five Eleven Media Group YouTube channel, and 511mediagroup.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We are here with another bonus episode, and this week we are getting a little more personal. Uh, this is more of our personal experiences, and we are going to be talking about... Anytime we've ever encountered a ghost-like experience or a paranormal experience, um, for me, I don't really have a lot of contact, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, I feel as though it would scare the living daylights out of me. I have okay. wanted to go ghost hunting. There's been a couple places. Uh, when I was in Missouri, there was the Missouri State Penitentiary. Ooh, that sounds but, like fun. Yeah, <laughs> they were closed for a while. Um, I think something flooded or... Something broke. I forgot what happened. I think something flooded, though. So they were closed for a while when I wanted to go. And then there's another local one. I forget
2: where it is.
1: Oh, the the place we talked about in our Illinois folklore. They have ghost hunting as well.
2: Okay. Um. Well, we have quite a few ghost stories to talk about. That have I mean, I only have two, so okay. I wouldn't say quite
1: a few. But, well, I mean, combined. A few is Combined, three. we have a yeah. couple,
2: yeah. I've experienced quite... The amount of ghost interactions. I see them almost every day. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I see them at work a lot because ghosts will go to places with a lot of energy. So, me working in fast place locations, I do see them and I've asked my coworkers if they think the place is haunted and they all say, oh, yeah, 100%. (laughs) But the first one I'm going to talk about is definitely the scariest interaction I've had. This was before I was. Not okay with spirits. Like now, if I see a spirit, I'm just like, yeah, that they're there. But back then, I saw one, and I would nearly cry. Still uh. me. Still <laughs> me. <laughs> so this one is a insane asylum in Aurora called Old Copley Hospital. And prior to 1884, psychiatric patients were seen as burdens and were abandoned or locked up in asylums. And many. Thought of them as wild animals, and the upper class would go make zoo trips to go see these animals, is what they called them.
1: This is so horrible. This is why a lot of scary movies have these plots, because they were so dehumanized back then that they were treated like animals, and they would do experiments and just a ton of horrible things to them.
2: Yeah, they, they did a lot of tests on their patients. And back then, you could go to a mental hospital for knowing how to read, for being a woman, for pretty much anything.
1: Oh yeah, the woman thing was pretty common too. Yeah. Like if they if a husband didn't want to be with his wife anymore, he'd say she was crazy, make up some story and walk her in. Yeah.
2: So back when the hospital was in operation post asylum after they were like, you know, asylums are not humane, so we're gonna turn this into a normal hospital. In nineteen eighty one, a woman had her first child and when she awoke later that night, she saw a nun in old fashioned floor length black habit, and this happened to her again after having her second child in the same hospital.
1: I wonder if it's an omen of some sort. Or maybe she was watching over her or something.
2: It's possible. Um, I don't know too much about what occurred in the hospital beforehand. I skimmed through it, but since I just wanted to Give jump a on. preface, yeah. yeah. To the, to so the what happened to me when I went to this place, as soon as we pulled up, I had a bad feeling. I knew something bad was going to happen. And we went inside and we had a, like, it was boarded up. So so
1: it's tre- technically trespassing yes. for people who go here. Okay. Yes, but it's pretty common that people go here. Yes, would you say?
2: but um, there would always be cops around there, especially around Halloween town, town time. Halloween
1: towns yeah. there, I <laughs> <mean>. yeah. Because
2: <laughs> a lot of people heard about this hospital would want to go investigate, but it's pretty dangerous in there. So we went in, and I went with a couple of people. I can't remember how many, but the first thing that happened was I felt eyes on me the entire time I was in there, and I had, like, a knot in my stomach. Like, I knew we weren't welcome. We weren't supposed to be there. We should leave. But, you know, I was like, you know, maybe it's just my paranoia. Like, we'll just keep going. The first thing that we saw, I went with one of my friends at the time. Her name was Julia. We saw a door with spray paint on it saying julia's room and she opened the door and the only thing in there was a noose and she walked in and she couldn't breathe nice (laughs) so as soon as she left the room she was able to breathe again i was walking down this one hallway and the rest of my friends were at like in other rooms or like on the other side of the hallway not anywhere near i was so i was walking down i saw a figure like run past me and I thought it was one of our friends but I like turned around and I saw like no one there and the friend I thought it was came out of a different room so there was no way it could have been them.
1: Was it dark like did you have flashlights or something? Or Yeah
2: we had flashlights and everything because it I want to say it was probably like one in the morning because it's an hour away from the area we're in.
1: It was just a late night trip like hey let's just let's just yeah. go walk around in the asylum. Well the people <laughs> I, I was friends with
2: always wanted to explore abandoned places and haunted places and like wanted to like experience it and I'm like hey um we don't know what we're doing maybe this isn't a good idea and they're like no you're fine like you're just paranoid and I'm like okay whatever. Um later on one of my friends started freaking out and spacing out a lot and he ended up running I think we were on the third floor at this point. We skipped the second floor because the second floor is the most active. When my friend and my boyfriend at the time went there, they heard voices in their head running, banging. They actually were pushed and locked into this room, and they weren't able to get out. So I was like, I'm not going on the second floor. I know it's the most active. I know they're not happy we're here, so we're just going to skip that one. I think the whole place is six floors, so we were on the third floor, and my friend started freaking out. And he was sitting on the ground, and he told me that he saw a really tall, old white man naked in the showers. And he blacked out after that. He I'd did be not. Scared too yeah, he that. didn't remember <laughs> the rest of the time we were there. The whole time after that, he was spacing out, looking out windows telling everyone like he knows exactly where he is. He remembers like all of it, but there was no way he could have known how to get Is this the story
1: you told me? And then he, he found a VHS yeah. tape somewhere?
2: We didn't see any VHS tapes at all, but apparently at some point he picked it up and like I got like a super bad feeling. I was like, we need to leave. Like I keep seeing people and I keep hearing things. I saw a figure standing in one of the stairwells I was like this is not good like if we keep staying here something really bad's gonna happen luckily we left before anything too bad happened but I like I trust my intuition I was like we are not welcome here we need to get out of here
1: did you say that when he went through this like blackout phase didn't you say he could see what was happening but he couldn't control it is that what yeah
2: he saw everything but it it's like he Wasn't doing it like he was conscious, but he was walking through guiding us out of this asylum, which like he's only been there once. The rest of us have never been there before and he knew exactly where everything is, didn't need a flashlight. Like it's like he had night vision and like had a map of it in his brain with a GPS or something. And he like was able to direct us exactly where to go. Like he didn't remember anything that happened after he was like sitting in the showers and saw that guy.
1: Ugh. What if that was the guy who possessed him like ew. That's
2: what I think happened because after that like he would space out at Windows look at look at his reflection and from my research when a ghost is either attached to you or possessed, you will stare at your reflection and not recognize yourself. You would just keep staring. So he was stuck in like spaciness and just like staring at his reflection. As soon as we finally were able to get out, it felt like something was chasing us. When, it, when we were leaving, like, we were running, trying to, like, um, stay with my friend who apparently knew exactly where he was going, and as soon as we got back to the car, he, like, woke back up, I guess, and he pulled out this VHS tape that was in his pocket, and we were going to watch it. Now, VHS tapes aren't, or VHS players aren't that popular, so... We never got a chance to watch it, and the tape just disappeared. Where did it go? <laughs> no clue. It, it was at his house one day, and when we went to go, we actually found someone who had a tape player, and we were going to watch it. Was it, it like, it not gone. long
1: after it was brought back? Like, it just vanished? Yeah. Oh, so it's not like it was, like, lost in no. his like, stuff and put in storage somewhere. Like yeah, it was no.
2: We... He kept it at his house. Two days later, one of our friends discovered they had a tape player. We were like, "Okay, just like bring it over." And he couldn't find it. It like it's like it, the whole thing vanished into air. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
1: Well, uh, this next one isn't gonna follow that up. Yeah. Saving my big one for later. But the first one, my dad doesn't believe me. My mom definitely doesn't believe me. But I would stay at my grandma's house a lot when I was younger. And specifically this time, I was there because my grandpa had a, like, bring your kid to work day, but he was going to bring me. And I couldn't sleep. I always had trouble sleeping as a kid. It just was a thing. (laughs) And uh, I was up really late one night. My grandma was downstairs doing something in the kitchen. I don't know what she was doing. And my grandpa was already asleep because it was late and he had to get up at work. And so I'm just laying in bed and... I just couldn't fall asleep, so I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, I heard my name being whispered from the hallway, and I was like, what the the hell? And I got up, and I looked in the hallway. There was nothing there, and I was like, that's weird. I'm just going to pretend it didn't happen, and I never really thought about it until later on, and I had another ghost experience. I was like, oh my God, I think there was a ghost in the house because no one was there. How do you explain someone whispering my name in a house? Like, my great-grandma was still there. And she was asleep in her room, and that was on the first floor as well. So, like, there was no one that could have possibly have been there. And my dad doesn't think this is real because they're on, it's a new house, whatever. But Yeah, it was but weird.
2: just because it's a new house doesn't mean a spirit can't be there.
1: And I got to say, every time I go to that house, I don't like going upstairs. Something about it weirds me out, and I always feel like I'm going to get pushed on the stairs. Like, I just get a weird feeling when I'm there. It makes my stomach kind of churn a little bit. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also, it could be an also like a subconscious fear of the stairs because they have weirdly sized stairs, but I always feel like I'm going to get pushed down the stairs and I'm just going to fall and like break my neck. Like it's just bad feeling. I don't like being upstairs <laughs> unless I have to be. I don't like being up there. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know if that actually happened or if I imagined it in my sleep, <laughs> like just being so tired I just, I don't know, but it it's just weird.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's possible you could have imagined it, but only after, like, not sleeping for a couple days.
1: Yeah, no, I I definitely slept the night before.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So, you got for that one?
1: Yeah, it's really short, but that was, like, my first ever that I can't explain.
2: Okay. The next one I have is very common, Kiba Road. I feel like we've learned about this from other friends.
1: Is this the one with, uh... Resurrection Mary or whatever. No, this is the one yeah. you were. This is the one you were kind of talking about. In the yeah, podcast. I like
2: touched on it. but yeah, yeah. I, I didn't okay. go too much into it. I remember we
1: talked about it that night. I don't remember yeah. if it was on the podcast or not.
2: It's a back road off of Barrington with a cemetery called White Cemetery that dates as far back as the 1820s, and people have spotted white orbs and shadow figures. Black phantom car just off of Cuba Road is a narrow, wooded road called Rainbow Road, where there once was a very haunted, insane asylum. So what happened when I went here, I think I was 15, I went with a couple friends, and we were chased down the road by a black car, and it disappeared, so we made a U-turn, and then it was behind us again. We went down Rainbow Road. And saw this little house with a nun standing inside of it, waving at us. And the driver was terrified, and she was so scared she couldn't drive anymore. So someone else had to drive, and after that, we sped off really fast. I did see, like, dogs chasing the car. Don't want to say it's a hellhound. Don't think it was, because I'm not dead, but... It could have just been, like, a dog actually seeing something. Yeah, it could have... Or, like, a coyote or something. Yeah, exactly. But the phantom car was what really freaked us out and the nun especially the nun especially since (laughs) she was like hi it's always
1: the nun, do it it could have been like a friendly person but we just we've like demonized nuns in scary movies now so everyone's just terrified if they see it first if they see a ghost and second if they see a nun they're like this doesn't add up i'm gonna go (laughs) yeah i mean that's a good segue i guess into my story um So in college, my last two years, I lived in a townhouse, and these were connected. There was four townhouses in one building, so I lived on an end unit, and it was pretty quiet there. I mean, it wasn't loud. Uh, I lived in a two-person apartment, so there wasn't a lot of noise that could be made in these houses. So the first year I lived there... uh, we we were up one night we were watching a scary movie just because that's what me and gentry did when she was home and her boyfriend was there with us and we watched the nun for the first time so it was recently after it came out and the movie wasn't like scary or anything i mean it kind of was but it was just like the jump scares but the movie wasn't really that good and uh we went upstairs not long after that and I was just like chilling in my room. I was reading a book. And at this time I had Daisy, but she didn't have Winnie yet, which is our cats. And so Gentry was in her room with Bryce. Door was closed. I was in my room. Door was closed or like cracked because I have to let the cat out to get food. Mm-hmm. Um, so Daisy was sleeping behind me and I'm reading my book. And it's like 2 a.m., maybe 1. It's, it's pretty late at this point. And I didn't think Gentry was awake, but all of a sudden we're sitting there. And I hear this really loud noise downstairs and it sounded like someone was pulling. So we had tile downstairs and we had a wood table and wood chairs. And it sounded like someone yanked the chair back and like scooted it across the kitchen. It was super loud, scared the shit out of me. And I texted Gentry. and I'm like, did you just hear that? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, was that you? And I was like, no. And she's like, where's Daisy? And I said, behind me the entire time. <laughs> and so I get up, she comes out. We're freaking out, staring at the stairs, like, should we go down there? Is someone in our house? Do we need a bat? <laughs> like, <laughs> what am, What do we do in this situation? And she tried to wake up her boyfriend, and he was not getting up. Like, he was not getting up at all. And we're sitting here freaking out. Like, obviously, if someone was in the house, they would have hurt us by that point. But it was it was early, and we were scared. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we finally went downstairs after we got Bryce up. We looked around, and there was nothing there. But... Like, you couldn't make up this noise. Like, it was so loud and distinguished, and I knew exactly what it sounded like because I bump into the table all the time. And so I didn't think anything of it. I went to bed a little freaked out that night and just ignored it. (laughs) And I think I slept with the TV on that night because I was scared. (laughs) And, uh, like, not even a week later, I cleaned on the weekends, and I was cleaning, and I noticed our table was crooked. Okay. So... (laughs) I freaked out a little bit. And I'm like, Gentry, I think I know what made that noise. And she's like, what? And I said, the table moved. Like, it, it wasn't moved. I was like, you haven't bumped into it, right? And she's like, no. I was like, okay. And uh, I think either that night or sometime after that, she started to have issues with her TV, like... It would turn on and off. The volume would go up and down and she wouldn't even know where the remote is. <laughs> so like she's not controlling the TV and Bryce wasn't laying on it and like nothing was touching the remote and her TV would just constantly be played with. Yeah. Um, so personally, I don't think that I, I said he was a ghost. <laughs> There's a ghost in our apartment and he liked to bother Gentry more than me for some reason. And he didn't seem like malicious or anything, but he definitely wanted attention. Yeah. Because after The Nun was when he decided to act up. (laughs) And uh, I think it was because he didn't like the movie personally. Um, But I kind of just made my peace with him and just pretended like nothing was there. I never liked looking in Gentry's room. When she was gone, she would leave the door cracked and I always close it because I didn't want to walk up the stairs and see it closed one day. Um, And... Flash forward to a year from now, we've kind of gotten over having a ghost in the apartment. We just kind of lived with it. We got new neighbors. And this was after um, we had her puppy over and the neighbor's dog got hurt. And we were bringing stuff over the next day to give to the dog just because we felt really bad that he hurt his foot and had to get surgery. (laughs) So we went over and brought over like treats and toys and we were talking to them. And they told us that they were having like their doors closed And they would hear footsteps. And I swear sometimes I would hear footsteps coming up the stairs, but I just kind of like brushed it off because most of the time I was alone and I didn't want to think about what it could have been. I just kind of blocked it out of my brain. Uh, I never saw anything. But the fact that our neighbors that we had never talked to until that day said that they were experiencing things, I realized that there was probably a ghost in our house.
2: I remember you telling me about that. Like you'd Facetime me. You're like, I'm scared. I just watched a scary movie. Just <laughs> <home.">
1: <laughs> yeah, and it would freak me out because she'd be gone all the time, and I'm by myself. And I know that there's a ghost in my apartment. And I was just hoping that he wouldn't act up. And like every once in a while, something would happen in the kitchen, and I just like pretend that nothing happened.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's how I stayed sane. Him. It's because I stayed
1: Ging- sane. <laughs> I think he was mad that Ginger wasn't there. Yeah. Because he liked to play with Gentry like he would mess with their TV and Gentry's like not immune to ghosts. She's had a couple of experiences of herself. I'm hoping one day we can get her on the phone or something. But she she told me that story about her mom, which I don't want to tell it because it's it's her story to tell. And I probably would mess it up. But after knowing about like her family seeing the devil, I was like, I would think about that randomly in the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) I'm going to die one way or another in this house. And no one's going to find me. (laughs) So, yeah, I was very freaked out in that apartment, but I kind of got over it. And no one believes me about the ghost, um, except Gentry, who was there. I believed you. Bryce doesn't believe it, and he was there. (laughs) He was asleep, so of course he didn't believe us. But I, I I can't explain the genuine fear I felt that night, because I thought something was in my house.
2: Yeah, I mean, typically ghosts aren't negative creatures they just want attention they're awakened by some sort of event or trauma and they'll start it's easiest for them to manipulate technology
1: but like imagine never really dealing with a ghost and then having something happen oh yeah in the middle of the night to you when you're alone like I had security system in my house I had a pole that blocked the doors at night like there was no way anyone could break in without me knowing so the fact that I heard that it genuinely scared the shit out of me yeah and I hated being alone
2: (laughs) That's definitely terrifying. <laughs> for the last ghost story I'm going to talk about today, um, took place at our old place of work, Starbucks. <laughs> uh, so
1: it's a negative place. That's yeah. why I was there. Yeah, it's
2: a lot of energy, a lot of negative energy as well. It's very fast-paced, so lots of stress and just overall energy for us. your crying
1: corner drawed it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: There's just a lot of stuff it could feed off of. And I talked to some of the older partners. The employees were called partners, by the way, um, (laughs) that have been there for at least a decade. And I asked them if they thought the store was haunted or something. And they're like, oh, yeah, I felt like people were watching me when I took naps. Because it used to be a 24-hour location and no one really comes at 3 in the morning. So, like, you don't need four people working. So, like, some people would take a nap. Uh, And they felt like people were watching them the entire time. But the thing that freaked me out was you just got off. And I was talking to you and I saw two blue orbs come in through the door, go over your head, and then go into the back room. And I I don't know if you noticed, but I watched them move with my eyes. And I was like, what? Did that just happen? I think you
1: said you thought you saw something, but I I, definitely didn't think it was
2: anything involving yeah those. i think you asked if i was okay and i'm like oh i i think i just i thought i saw something because i didn't want to freak anyone out like hey i just saw an orb fly over your head which by i the think way. we've
1: established that if you see something say something yeah, or else na- i'm gonna get scared yeah now i tell you <laughs> <laughs> which thankfully nothing's happened since then but i mean yeah. it would make sense because there was also people that like did drugs in our bathroom like
2: yeah there was a lot of...
1: There's a lot of things that could draw it out. Yeah. Or I'm something bad, but...
2: I'm not going to go into that, what what happened there and what has happened. <laughs> that was a, lot, a great day. Because a lot of weird things happen in Starbucks bathrooms, we'll say. <laughs>
1: and Starbucks in general. Yeah.
2: But um, another thing that happened, I, I was a shift supervisor. So I was in the back doing the pull, which is just pulling out pastries for the next day. Surprise, the pastries aren't fresh. They're frozen. Um, (laughs) So I'm pulling out the pastries for the next day, and I thought one of our coworkers was doing dishes because I saw a figure going back and forth, moving around, and I, like, turned, and I saw it, and then, like, I blinked, and it was gone. Another time, I was in the back doing the poll once again, and I thought I saw someone come in the back to ask me a question. So I, like, turned around, and I saw a black figure with red eyes, and then it, like, disappeared right in front of me. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's the Mothman. <laughs> yeah, it's the Mothman. <laughs> um, But the w- scariest thing that happened to me while I was there was I w- we have a thing called the clean plate. Uh, we do it every Sunday, close the store. A, just a lot of cleaning. Yeah, you deep clean really gross stuff for two hours. If you
1: actually do the cleaning, not to call anyone out, but I know a lot of Starbucks partners at different stores that do not clean on clean play days. I,
2: I, yeah. Yeah. That definitely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, me. um, I was in the back doing the last bit of dishes before we left and we had nitro. So we'd fill that thing up with water and cold brew and it was clean and it got thrown across the room at me. So I was hitting, hitting, hit with an keg. I was just in the back by myself and no one like saw it. And I was like, I'm not lying. You knew I put the keg there. Now it's all the way over there. And they, some people believed me. Some people thought like, Oh, I don't even think you told me that story. I had no idea that happened. Yeah, no, I got hit with a keg in the back room. Um, I did cleanse the place and nothing like that happened after that. But thankfully I don't think it's haunted anymore. (laughs)
1: Dad, did you want to tell your story real quick? Sure. Um. Before before we, we get into your story, though, I just want to put out there that my dad is a skeptic. My mom believes in ghosts, but she's more paranoid that something's going to follow her. She's more of like the people that believe it in scary movies kind of thing where they're like, oh, I don't want a ghost to come in my house, but it's not real, so it's fine. Yeah. She's like that kind of person, but my dad just straight up doesn't believe in ghosts. Like
2: Your mom's in denial <laughs> and your dad doesn't believe it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum but i'm the only real believer in the house
0: so i was traveling in kansas city this is probably
1: probably 10 years ago at this point
0: Mm, probably 12 13 years ago and um it was back when um before the midland theater went through a um reconstruction the whole the whole um power and light district down in the kansas city area all the theater district everything it's called the power and light district um before it all got renovated the major theater down there was the Midland Theater. It's called something else now, but um, there's a, uh, a ghost tour that goes through Kansas City, and that's one of the sites that they go to. And the reason they go there is because in 1951, August 2nd of 1951, a seven-year-old boy named Bobby Darnell uh, was attending, I'm assuming, a play or something there, and he got bored and went to the concession stand. As he was walking down the stairs... There was a hot water heater that exploded, and blew him into the wall. Um, his impression—they've uh, tried to get it out, but you can see kind of a faint outline in the stone uh, of what appears to be a boy. Um, at that time, it was called the the Kimo K I M O theater. Um, but he was then embedded. Uh, they rushed him to the, you know—they rushed his remains or whatever to the hospital. Done, dead. Okay. So since that time, uh, countless witnesses have been in the theater watching whatever play, and they look up and there's like uh, an angel or some type of uh, um, a figure statue at the top of the theater. and, And there's an opening on either side. And they look up and they see a little boy standing next to the little statue way up at the top of the ceiling. And it's happened countless times. They've seen this little boy. They've seen him throughout the theater um, at night during shows, so they have put a, a memorial with a bunch of um, flowers and 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 it's kind of like a shrine, if you will, to this little boy in the back uh, of the theater to kind of appease him so that he doesn't haunt anybody in the theater. Um, it's kind of creepy, you know. We we got a chance to go up into that area. Because um, we were doing some work there, we got to go up and, and see exactly where it overlooks it, and it's it's up there. It's it's pretty tall. You'd have to, with the lights on, off and everything, you'd have to be able to see a li- to see a little boy up there. You'd have to be pretty visible. So, um, do I believe it? I don't know. Um, I mean, enough people have seen it. I it could could it be just a figment of their imagina- imagination? Could they want to believe it? I think part of that's you have to want to believe it right um if you're skeptical you're, it doesn't matter what it is you're going to be skeptical regardless right um, in a previous um, episode in your podcast I talked about my experience at the um, Keel theater in um, in St Louis that I had personally but um, so this is one of the times where I I was like okay that's maybe genuinely something that happened but I' was still a little skeptical like you said it's I it's am just probably like the most fact that
1: person. you've experienced things that are you can't explain and you still doubt that even just an inkling of a, of an idea that it could be a ghost. Like, I don't understand how you could be walking through a building that's completely empty, having doors closed behind you and think it's just a draft.
0: Do you <laughs> think there's a difference? Okay, so this is a serious question for both of you. Do you think there's a difference between a spirit and a ghost?
1: I think it depends.
2: Yeah. Because a ghost is a pretty br- like narrow term, but a spirit could go into like entities, whether positive or negative. Or they say like, spirit is within you, or God's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, deities are spirits. It's spirit is a more broad term than ghost. <coughs> Seems
0: to me that a spirit is something you can't see, and a ghost is something that manifests itself to the point that you can see it. Would I that think be a fair assessment. I think
1: spirits are more referred to like orbs or like yeah figure outlines it takes on but a
0: human figure or some type of yeah, uh i think a they're more
1: identifiable figure. yeah but ghosts are more like things you see on ghost hunters and yeah
2: it also depends on like the person because if you don't believe in that stuff you're shutting your off from shutting yourself off from the ability to actually see the ghost because you could feel it but you can't see it so you're not gonna believe it's there
1: i think ghost is a more like narrow term for sure
0: do you guys believe in um, the photographs that you see of people who have passed away, and they show up in photo? You know, in in. Photographs? I think it
1: depends. I mean, it's hard to say because there's so much technology now that it's hard to say if something's real. See or those, not? Right? Like yeah, that yeah. they
0: get posted on the internet every once in a while and somebody's taking a picture of a mirror or some you know, a little boy and in the mirror in the corner he's like tapping on the glass and there's a little boy on the other end, you know, it, it's not <laughs> and it's not him. Or are you it's talking a about the girl. TikTok
1: video about that guy that that lives in an old hotel that transformed into apartments? There's a guy on TikTok that um he I don't he has a little boy. And every time he's, like, transfixed by this mirror, it kind of looks like it's the Stanley. It's in the hallway. It's, yeah. like, down
0: this corridor. And he just goes over and he starts tapping on the mirror. But there's a
1: video of, like, something popping up behind the, other the mirror. On the yeah. correct, yeah. So Which is why I, I don't like mirrors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I do not like mirrors. I do not trust them, um, especially in old places like that. Like uh, Quite honestly, when you watch there. a
0: scary movie, that's the suspense of that. Like, closing the door and seeing somebody behind the person in the mirror is one of the oldest, I don't call it tricks in the book. As far but as it's
1: so you know. funny when they when they build it up and play that that mm-hmm. like building the sound, yeah. yeah, and then there's nothing there, and you're just like, oh god. Or
0: there's a screech, <laughs> and then there's you know the figure behind them, and yeah, there's we a lot of different. I did ways a project
1: yeah. actually about that um for one of my final projects in my last semester at Mizzou. We did a I was in that psychology movie class. And we did uh, Why People Are Scared of Scary Movies, like what about them scares them. And a lot of it's uh, psychological, for sure. It's
0: presentation. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, it's a funny movie, mm-hmm. but it's still a horror movie. Considered that's that's a horror what, like, movie, right? the
1: human centipede, like, nobody thinks that this would that ever happen. Disgusting. And it's gross, <laughs> but it's funny because, like, it's so stupid. But it's also really gross, and it would be horrifying if that actually yeah, and then happened you have to
0: someone. alien versus predator or alien? Yeah. Or don't you talk about my
1: boy aliens like that? Predators, <laughs> on the other hand, I don't know if I believe in those guys. But that but could <laughs> be
0: considered. I mean, that's a thriller, suspense, you know, action. But it could be considered to some degree. I mean, yeah. imagine seeing that thing behind.
1: Uh, anyway, so.
0: I
2: mean, I personally find Nightmare on Elm Street hilarious the older ones yeah I think yeah. it's
0: meant to be that in a sense yeah. right?
2: like in like Just in comments? Friday the 13th like
1: every whereas,
0: d- whereas Jason in Friday the 13th is more suspenseful yeah. right Lake Crystal Lake it's
1: We it's watched uh we watched a movie the other night I showed her one of my favorite horror movies that I found randomly it's uh, starring uh Te- Tessa Farminga and she's an American horror story she's a very well known actress right now and she her older sister is in The Shining or not The Shining uh the Conjuring movies, mm-hmm. she plays the she plays uh, she was Lorraine a, she Warren. Was, she was
0: up in the air with uh, George Clooney. She was in that movie as well.
1: Maybe, yeah, whatever. Farminga, she's the older one. They mm-hmm. she comes. They come from a huge family, but they're both actors. And uh, the movie kind of makes fun of horror movies in a way, but it's also kind of scary because it's it's like a twist on Jason and like uh, Camp Sleepaway or Sleepaway Camp, whatever that Camp older Sleepaway. 80s. yeah that eighties movie and they make fun of how uh like every time a, an 80s girl takes off her top like the serial killer comes running or right? yeah. every time someone has sex, like the killer comes the best running. Geico, best
0: Geico commercial on TV is is the one where they with the chainsaws. The chainsaws. <laughs> that, that one they Why don't we Halloween. just get in
1: the car? It's, it's, it's yeah. the
0: best, but it's so funny because that was It's so true, though. That was 80s horror movies. In yeah. Texas
1: Chainsaw Massacre, I'm pretty sure something like that happens. Yeah, she like it. turns back and hides somewhere on the property instead of just running for the hills. Yeah. <laughs> Same with Jeepers scrapers. Like they could have just walked away.
2: Yeah, I feel like in at least 80s horror movies, it's the same rules. Like, oh, you're a virgin, you might last. <laughs> oh, you had sex, you're definitely going to die. And, like, usually it's the blonde chicks that die first. Sorry. Or
1: the African-Americans <laughs> or minority groups, characters.
2: Yeah, anyone that's a minority will die in these movies. <laughs>
1: It's funny because they make fun of that in a lot of comedy TV shows yeah. as well. Uh, Psych being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> they talk about it a lot in the movie or in the show, and it's just really funny.
0: So they have the top 30 horror movies um, according to f- um, totalfilm.com. So these are the top. Th- uh, I won't do the top. Just 30, do like the top I'll 15. The top or something. 15. Yeah, I'll do the top 15. Actually, I'll do the top 20. Paranormal Activity was 20. Horrible. That was in 2000. But it is kind of scary. But also, like, why like wouldn't it. you leave?
1: Yeah, Like, it's not scary based on what's happening, but it's scary if it were to happen to you because it's yeah. so, like, they make it seem like it's has someone else. It's like putting yourself else. in that situation. Yeah, I thought the later versions were a little scarier, but um,
0: 19 was Suspiria. It's a 1977 movie. It's more of, they call it less of a movie and more of an, uh, an assault on your senses, not to mention your stomach. Um, number 18 is The Descent from 2005.
1: I've seen it, but I don't remember it.
0: Uh, number 17, It Follows.
1: I've seen horrible that one, yeah. movie. It's a horrible movie.
0: Number 16, American Werewolf, Werewolf in London, 1981. I okay. haven't seen it, but I know that's uh, a well respected nin- movie. In 2007, the movie Wreck, R E C. That movie is, um, let's see. First off, we're going to pretend that the English language remake Quarantine doesn't exist. Good, now that that's out of the way, it's time to wax lyrical about the true terror lurking inside a Barcelona apartment block in this Spanish scare fest. Mm, um, it's a foreign film. Why it's scary, a re- wreck uh, ramps up slowly and expertly. You won't realize just how tense you are until it's a little too late. Number 14, B- Blair Witch Project in 1999. Also that a horrible <laughs> movie. Well, first of all, people got sick in the theater because of the camera, you know, yeah it's just it's
1: such a horror and it's a body horror so it's very gory and icky and just it's not a good movie 13 was the witch also a horrible movie but a very good folklore based movie it's just a horrible movie it's very dry it's very slow execution the acting was great but it's just such a bad movie that it couldn't save it
0: 12 is the wicker man from 1970 also
1: not a good movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) number 11 get out in 2017. That's I've a good
1: movie. That. That's a good movie. It's a very psychological thriller. Yeah. It's very scary if especially like knowing the plot of the movie. Like um, Jordan Peele makes some very good horror movies. Like they're all good.
0: Number 10 28 Days Later.
2: Hey, we saw that. Yeah, we yeah. Wa- that was actually a really good yeah, movie. It, like for that.
1: for the time it came out, it's very good.
0: I wouldn't say this movie was scary. I think it was suspenseful and funny. Yeah. Uh, is Scream. That movie was... Scream's I a great movie, though. It's a great yeah. movie, it's but a I wouldn't great call franchise. it the top... I wouldn't call it one of the top 15 horror movies. I, I think would call if it they're calling the it slash- horror
1: as a yeah. genre, maybe? maybe a like
0: thriller slash... It's more of a slasher yeah, movie, right? Yeah, it's, like
1: it's like a dark comedy, kind of. It's very good, though. I Number love eight that It was Alien.
0: I wasn't far off on that.
1: The, uh, the, the old ones are kind of... Cheesy. It's got
0: Jaws in here, 1975. Now, I w- to defend that. If you were if you were alive in 1975, like some of us were,
1: <laughs> you were all you only didn't five. Go, no,
0: you didn't go in the water.
1: <laughs> I still don't go in the water, but not because of because sharks. You
0: saw that movie, so it goes plays into the nightmares and fears, right? I will say though about. that Jaws
1: ride is pretty scary. I don't care if it's a it's yeah, a it's metal ridiculous. shark. I think I'm going to well, get all, by it. First of all, doesn't it. exist anymore. Yeah. Second no. of all, it's
0: ridiculous. But <laughs> but. So I think it plays on people's fears of sharks and going in the water. Well, they've tried,
1: all. they've tried to match the energy of jaws with like piranha and yeah. red deep. Open water and I think was
0: maybe the closest thing. And to that. they've made
1: a couple other ones. I think there's a new one with the Kristen Stewart. That's a lot better that people have really liked more than these other movies. But they not the
0: Meg, right? No,
1: no, no, no. Okay. It's not a shark movie. It's, it's ridiculous. more of like an underwater creature. I don't know exactly what it is. Okay. I haven't seen it. Oh, I know
0: which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. It
1: recently yeah. came out. Um, but it's just, they turn out so cheesy because they've tried to match the energy of Jaws and it just and they doesn't can't, work. They just like can't. Piranha, it's such a horrible movie and it sucks because there's such good actors in that movie. Like really well known actors are in that movie and it's such but a one bad of the
0: movie. Best, one of the best thriller movies of all time is Halloween and it's number six. Yeah, it's a great movie. I agree. The uh, original. The original. Yeah. Number five is The Exorcist, 1973. I still haven't seen mm. That movie. Yeah. Scared the hell out of I. I couldn't watch the
1: whole thing. I know a lot of people. I <laughs> there was one day my I went to a friend's birthday party and I called you guys because I didn't want to watch a movie about mm. the devil.
0: Linda Blair did a really good job in that movie.
1: It's a great. It's it. I think this. I mean, it,
0: it's ridiculous on its face. If you don't, if you don't believe yeah, in that. Right sort now of thing, it looks yeah. cheesy. It's ridiculous. But at the its time face. it was.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. We'll, but I think this is definitely relating more towards like top rated whore that like is a classic. will never yeah, get old. Classic. Yeah. That's probably a good yeah. way to say my it. My grandma
2: f- took my mom to see that movie when she was younger. And my mom's an, or my grandma's an absolute nut. She, <laughs> she practices witchcraft. She put graveyard dirt around the house and she traumatized my mom for life.
0: Well, so the, I mean, in, if you've watched that movie, it, it, I mean, could it have happened?
1: It's also made one of a d- scary movie, too. Mm-hmm. I, well, <laughs>
0: because I think it was so ridiculously over the top. Yeah,
1: it's based on the book. But I'm sure the book is terrifying as well.
0: Um, Hereditary was number four. Oh, my.
1: It is my least favorite horror movie. I could go on an entire podcast and talk about how much I hate this movie. Someone fell asleep during this movie next to me. It is such a bad movie. (laughs) They tried to do something different, and it turned out horrible. A24 horror movies are so bad. There is not very many good ones. It is just not a good production company, and it is not a good movie.
0: Number three is The Thing.
1: I haven't seen the original.
0: Um, perhaps you've been buried in the snow and have missed John Carpenter's ultimate creature feature. Entirely understandable. Why don't you come closer to the fire and defrost? Why it's scary. The Thing is a movie of physicality. There's intense paranoia and horror sprinkled in as the party begins to fall into the infection spreads. Uh, It's the very real, oh-so-touchable nature of the nasties at work uh, here that's so disturbing. So, I mean, it's...
1: No, it's a terrifying concept. I mean, they're also, like, isolated on some Arctic... Correct. Correct continent and they discover this thing and it just starts killing them one by one guess what
0: the top two are we've already mentioned one of them
1: Nope. really it's one of the top grossing horror movies of all time nope
0: texas chainsaw massacre okay Okay. number two 1974 the original where they're taking people's faces off and putting them on their own yeah you know just that's kind of crazy any idea what the number one is 1980 it's a stephen king movie stanley cooper pet cemetery Oh, Stanley Kubrick.
1: Oh, The Shining. There you go. Yeah, but that's a great movie. It's a very slow movie, but if you really pay attention to the details, like I didn't realize how much detail went into this movie until I watched Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep is a great sequel, probably one of the best Stephen King movies they've made, in my opinion, especially being so new, comparing it to The Shining, which was from 1980. I mean, that movie was horrifying, right? Like you see a man literally go insane. And Dr. Sleep kind of dives more into it. And it's just, it's fantastic. Well, I, I love that verse. I think
0: this description of it actually kind of ties all of the top ten together maybe. The reason that this is the top of the uh, veritable pile of screams, The Shining feels evil. So yeah. it's not just evil, it feels evil. From Jack Nicholson's deranged performance as a man descending into murderous insanity to Kubrick's relentless direction as we hypnotically follow Danny navigating the hotel, uh, hotel corridors on his trike. Right? Yeah. Um, this is a movie that never lets you feel safe. Like Hereditary earlier on this list, which you obviously didn't like. No. <laughs> the Shining is like being driven by a drunk madman. What's coming next? Lifts of blood, chopped up little girls, the terror that lurks in the bathroom of room 237. This is not a horror movie made of boo scares or cheap tricks. It's Kubrick's film. Kubrick's film is a lurking dangerous beast that stays with you long after the TV has gone dark. I remember I the first really time I watched
1: it. I watched it when Dee Dee came to visit, when you were in the hospital. Uh, we, I watched it with her for the first time. And at the time, I really liked it, but I don't remember watching it. So I rewatched it recently again, because it's a long movie. It's just a very long movie. And I rewatched it because I wanted to watch Dr. Sleep, and that came out and it's just the way that they tie in together just watching uh, Jack Nicholson just descent into madness is just something that can't be matched like they I know Stephen King gets a bad rap for his his movies and stuff because it's very hard to recreate his stuff if you've ever read his books he is a very hard writer to adapt into something that you can watch his ideas are so insane and so uncomprehendable that you can't You can't match it. But The Shining, he absolutely nailed it. That franchise is amazing. I will fight anyone who doesn't like it. It is probably one of his best franchises. It, the newer versions, the first one was great. Chapter 2, it was okay.
2: There was a whole, like, I, I can't pronounce the drug they took, but it's like a shrimp tea scene where they, like, yeah. discovered the history behind Pennywise and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it's, it, it,
1: it I think the thing about his books and his writing is that his ideas are so unheard of that when they try to make it into a tangible creature that it just looks ridiculous. Like Pennywise at the end of that movie, it's ridiculous, right? Like he's horrifying, but if I saw him, like I don't know if I'd cry <laughs> I would I would freeze you're a clown you're a, not a clown person yeah though.
2: I'm not a clown person and he morphed into this giant spider thing which is like two big fears combined but into one, I wouldn't and find myself in me.
1: that cave I would just be like peace <laughs> have <Yeah>. fun <laughs> you guys figure this out next time yeah I wouldn't be up there fighting him I'm gonna be honest I'm not that courageous but point still being.
0: So if anybody wants to check out that list, um, that was gamesradar.com. I've looked on a few other sites. They all have The Shining as number one. Yeah. Every every single site has The Shining as the number one horror movie. I
1: think it has only passed uh, The Shining in, like, grossing movies, so it made a lot of money.
2: Yeah, especially since, from my knowledge, there's a big community of people who are terrified clowns. Yes, and and it came
1: out not long after that whole, like, Halloween, oh, uh, the clowns, clowns popping up. Yeah. yeah.
0: Empire Online has got this movie as 22nd, but and and I did watch it after you suggested that I watch it, but A Quiet Place, that was very mm-hmm. suspenseful.
1: It's a fantastic movie. It's one of my top horror it movies. Shouldn't,
0: it shouldn't be 17. It should be a I'm, lot higher. I was that.
1: really looking forward to, um, so the second one was supposed to come out right as the pandemic hit. So I was coming home, actually, because it was right before spring break was going to happen, and school was already shut down. So I, they had a double feature, and I was going to take Gentry because we went and saw it together. But I missed out on the tickets for screening night, and I was really bummed out, but they haven't even released it yet.
0: They've got th- they've got this movie at 34. Poltergeist is not 34. Poltergeist it's has got to be top 15. It
1: scared the shit out of me as a kid. I would not. So you know how I had that little VH- mm-hmm, VHS mm-hmm. player in my room and it had a DVD slot too? Every time it would... Right before I got to the static, I would turn it off because it scared the shit out of me. Because I saw the poltergeist. That movie when I was changed.
0: A kid. I think that movie changed in, 1990, in 1981 when that movie came out. I think it changed horror movies the way people did horror movies because it scared the hell out of people. Yeah. That it, you know, it could uh, you could talk about the sound, uh, the effects, the visual effects, that sort of thing. You know, uh, yeah, But it was the, the time. It was the time. But the tennis ball coming through the ceiling and it being full of the slime and then another one coming through and that it. Sh- it you it know, goes into other in the the dimensions
1: and, and it just brought up some really crazy ideas yeah. that we haven't really before. It was explored very well then.
0: written. It was very well filmed for the t- for nineteen eighty one it was very well done. The remake's not very good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, and then they had Poltergeist Two, which yeah. was kind of kind of quirky. And comedic, yeah,
1: a lot of things like the, if a movie is that great, making a sequel, it has to match that energy or be better in order for it to succeed. It and not. it did not. No,
0: it was it was decent, but it was not it's the same
1: with Child's Play, right? Like they tried to remake Chucky movies for years. I was scared shitless of Chucky when I was a kid and well, you knew that Halloween, right? The new ones There's, only,
0: there's only one Halloween. You but
1: can, yeah. the problem with the Halloween franchise is not the movie itself. It's the way that they took it in like three different directions. They changed the plot line in order to change the story. So like Halloween H2O doesn't make sense with the original plot line. The new movies kind yeah, of they make did sense. That with
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1, scary as hell. The second one, comedic. I mean, you had a chilly cook-off with human people. I yeah. mean,
1: w- cannibalism. I think they were just trying I, to I, I, make I, it I, so horrifying in a way that wasn't like, physically scary, yeah. but if you
0: ever It was almost borderline this. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah,
2: I feel like in a lot of horror movie franchises, there's at least one movie that is absolutely ridiculous. My favorite is, uh, I think it's Jason X when he goes yes. to space. Yeah, that, that is the worst no one. That one makes no sense. Worst one.
1: <laughs> I just, I remember watching it I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> it made no sense. But and we
0: didn't talk about Psycho.
1: I have not seen the original Psycho. I'm going to be honest. I know the famous it's scene. 19, it's in a lot of movies. It's
0: 1960. Alfred Hitchcock, for nothing for nothing. I know we've talked about different topics that like you guys are going to touch on, Edgar Allan Poe and a few others. But that would be probably a good podcast to have. Um, is Alfred Hitchcock and the way that he made movies because people didn't do it the way that he did it back in the 50s or the 60s, rather. Um, he, you know, he made the birds. I mean, to this day, people see that yeah, scene. I and still the birds haven't seen that movie. Horrified. I'm going
1: to be honest. I haven't seen that movie either. It was on my list of Halloween movies. Uh, I haven't watched it. I know.
0: Carrie and the Shame. new Carrie. The new Carrie was ridiculous. The old yeah. Carrie, scary, like yeah. suspenseful, right?
1: I think the original Carrie also was a little more like. Uh, grotesque, I want to say, because the new one just kind of tried to make it more modern, whereas the first one really followed the book. It's the same with Pet Cemetery. The new Pet Cemetery was horrible, but the original Pet Cemetery, amazing. Like we watched it and we liked it. And I remember I watched the first one and I turned it off because it was so ridiculous that I can't believe I rented it from Redbox. It's, yeah. it, but I will say, the Chucky movies are ridiculous, right? Of course. Um, <laughs> it's just the idea. But it's wasn't the, f-
0: the original Chucky movie Poltergeist? With the clown in the bedroom, Mm -mm. and wouldn't you say that that's the first time that a doll played, you know, a clown, if you will, or some type type of child's doll played? I mean, I know there's Annabelle and a few other movies that you—that's newer though. I mean, I'm just saying at the time, not new, but you know, the boy sat there and the the clown doll started talking to him. That's, I think, that's probably where they got the idea for doll. There's a reason I put
1: away my American Girl doll when I was younger. I do not like things that blink that is a doll, and I will not keep a doll near me. I do not like dolls. I think they're creepy. But with Chucky, like, the original movie is kind of scary. And when you're watching it as a child who doesn't know any better, it's horrifying. And back when I was a kid and we were watching them, they were still relatively coming out. Um, but I recently watched the new Child's Play, and it's actually really good. It's actually a lot more. Child's like like
0: Play is kind of like Gremlins to me.
1: The, the original, I like Gremlins. <laughs> I do like the Gremlins, too. <laughs> it's one of my favorite, like, movie that isn't very good Stupid but it's slasher good slasher horror movie yeah you know. gremlins is amazing i love gizmo i can't he's so cute <laughs> uh but the new child's play is so good and it's so much m- like the gore is still there but it's not ridiculous how those movies were back then ghostbusters like it, it yeah the i, the I new watched it recently that's coming
0: out is supposed to be more of a thriller versus a well com- i watched you know, i watched the new one movie.
1: and it's not great. I mean, it was entertaining just because like, it was stupid. But I wouldn't say it's a franchise I want to follow mm. right now. I mean, the second Ghostbusters even was a little ridiculous. The first one was great, mm. but the second one was a little ridiculous. We have to admit. But those are all <laughs>
0: classic movies, right? And that's how they made horror but movies. But that's the issue with sequels. In the 80s.
1: You have to top the movie or meet the same energy. And a lot of people just try to make it better, and in turn, they make it worse. It's It happened with a lot of movies. There's
0: another movie called um, Lake Placid. And it was about a giant crocodile or giant alligator yeah, I've seen that one. in the lake. And a lot of times it was, you know, they filmed that it, it was pretty suspenseful. And then it got borderline ridiculous when they put a cow out on the beach and the, you know. Kind of like Anaconda? It.
1: That movie, Tremors? So
0: yeah, that's I don't. like I that love movie
1: Tremors, either. I gotta say, but the, it, they just kept they they need to stop doing that. <laughs> they need to stop making those movies. There was a spider one because Didi used to have that that uh, TV station on all the time, and it would have all the old crappy horror movies on there. And there was one with spiders. What's, it was
0: what's the movie where they um, the girls get recruited um, and they and they put them kind of in a um, in a in a room, and the the business people come in and they. Um, they basically use all these different tools to kill them. It's not Teristas, It's it's one of those. Um, it's one of those movies. I, I can't think of it off the top I of my head. When you
1: said ki- girls getting kidnapped, I'm, I'm thinking of Split.
2: There's so many movies where girls are getting kidnapped. Yeah.
1: <laughs> At first, you were like recruited, and I don't know where anyone was recruited to go basically die. Besides, like escape room. or... Yeah. Uh, another franchise that's amazing, but they need to stop making movies is the Saw franchise.
2: Yeah. I never, I I didn't really like Saw movies.
1: I'm going to be honest, the first one, classic. And the other one I really liked was when they were stuck in the house and they had the different rooms where they had to find all the clues. I really liked that one, but they really need to stop making those movies. Like Jigsaw, horrible movie. It was just there to scare you with the gore. Like I don't like gory movies.
0: hostile. Mm. Hostel one and yeah, Hostel yeah. two.
2: Okay,
1: there's uh there's a movie called The Collector, and that movie's interesting because it's not it's not necessarily scary. It's supposed to be scary. You're not talking about
0: the bone collector. You're just talking about the collector. The
1: collector, yeah, not the bone collector. Um, we saw that movie the other night. <laughs> um, but the collector, uh, there's two movies. I mean, Gentry watched them a couple years ago, and they were actually really good but the plot like the plot is something that you have to perfect and everything else should come naturally for the movie and that had a really great plot even though like I mean it was kind of like saw mixed with like a serial killer and it was just it was really good like I can't explain it and if you haven't seen it it's just a movie franchise that I think people it's should It's kind
0: watch. of like what you did I know what you did last summer it's a thriller more yeah. than amazing
1: horror. movie I love those and movies. you can't
0: you can't have a... Even though they tried. Can't
1: the sequel, sequel was okay. Yeah. But then they kept going. There's like four of them. And the original cast is only but in you the first two. can't beat two. the original. No. Jennifer Love, who cannot... You cannot outbeat her. Like, she was the best protagonist for that. Absolutely. Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar. It was an all-star cast.
0: Yeah. Well, you guys have, have extended the bonus episode into an actual episode. So.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I think a lot of people who like horror and, and, and like movies can admit that... There's a lot of really great. We well, kind of morphed from
0: kind of morphed this podcast more from <laughs> ghost stories into horror
2: movies. Yeah, but I feel like they can go hand in hand.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of that's that's been the more popular angle for the last like ten or so years. Has been since Paranormal Activity. Basically, all ghost movies like The Conjuring came out. Insidious, yeah, Insidious is a great franchise, but again, they need to stop making movies. Um, But The Conjuring's really great, and the Annabelle movies are okay. I mean, it's just scary because it's a doll, and I don't like dolls. I feel
2: like it's pretty easy to make a... I don't want to say it's easy to make a horror movie, but... But (laughs) It's easy to make a horror movie concept be about ghosts, since that is a common thing, and people are scared of ghosts and what they could possibly do to a person and what they can it's a fail safe
1: like if you can't come up with anything come up with a ghost movie yeah and it's just been overdone and there's not many that are really great nowadays which is sad because a lot of horror should be trying to find new ideas and make them original and i think that's that's why i've enjoyed watching stephen king and i've been watching a lot of older movies just because early 2000s was a great time for slasher films and and all those weird horror movies that we like nowadays and the late 90s even 80s was great too but we've just hit a rock basically with horror movies yeah. right now. So I think people can agree that it's 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 an okay subject to get off topic with.
0: <laughs> no, I think this is a good episode because I, I think it gives people an idea of, oh, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, yeah, I saw that movie. I disagree with – I mean, there's – when you talk about movies, there's such differing opinions. You know, mm-hmm. the best movie in the world and people are going eh, I don't like that movie. Or yep. worst movie in the mo- world that you think is the worst movie in the world – I mean, obviously it was a number four. Well, yeah, Hereditary is a very right.
1: well-respected uh, movie by critics, but it was just a horrible movie. For someone who likes mythology and likes things like that... You like watching, it to be true
0: to form versus... It wasn't
1: even that, it was the presentation. They went more for, oh, what's going to happen? But it wasn't suspenseful. It was just like, can we just get to the plot? Like, the, the climax is at the end of the movie. You can't have a climax at the end of the movie. It doesn't work for horror movies. It's not suspenseful. It just gets annoying when it's dry. And that was that movie. And a lot of I found that a lot of people I agree with horror movie f- um, opinions with. They agree that it was a horrible movie. I saw that with Ben, and Ben wanted to leave.
2: <laughs> he doesn't even like horror movies. He doesn't, but he does it for me.
0: So what about Pet Cemetery, that's one of the ones that we didn't touch on. Would you consider that more of a, a thriller, a, a horror, or just a gore movie?
2: I think it's
1: more suspenseful,
2: maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a horror movie. I mean. It
1: got suspenseful once the, the kid got back, basically.
2: Yeah. We
0: were talking about Stephen King movies. Yeah, right? we yeah. we were
1: going to do an episode because we watched the old one recently when you guys were gone around Halloween time. Uh, we watched the original, and we were going to watch the new one to compare it, just because I know I didn't like the new one, and I'm I wanted to watch it. the original. Ooh, that man is so fine. Average-looking um. man. He's an average-looking man. <laughs> average man, but he had a book in his hands, and that was that's what got me. Um but that movie was really good and I bought the book when I was at Half Price Books and I'm like, hey, after we do the episode on it, when we analyze all of the movies and the book, we should do some of his other stuff like The Shining and uh, Pet Cemetery because his books are completely different, I found out. I read The Outsider. I think it's one of my favorite books I've ever read. It genuinely scared the shit out of me and it's a TV show and right now the TV show isn't matching the book, which kind of annoys me. I'm only halfway through it. But the monster is so insane. (laughs) Like the book is so good. And I'm excited to see where kind of Stephen King's books go because, I mean, his books are far superior to the movies anyway. But he does have some really good ones.
0: So Rotten Tomatoes is is ranked them. um, There's the top 48. He's done 48 Wow, that's yeah. So he's got hours. a lot,
1: and he has a lot of TV show adaptations too. He's got um, the Shawshank Redemption, the spinoff, Mr. the Mr. Mercedes. Yep, the top,
0: you know, starting that with, one's out. Stop, oh, starting is. with yeah. the top thirty, um, Children of the Corn. That was a scary ass movie. It's
1: it was a scary movie for people back then, but now it's just ridiculous. I mean, kids having sex in a church to no, reproduce no, I, to have I, at the killer time, kids. It was, it was. I know that was, that one is just ridiculous now. <laughs> uh, that's Fire one of those. Starter. That uh,
0: Tales mm-hmm. of the Dark Side. Silver Bullet. Secret Window. Arts in Atlantis, uh, Big Driver, Carrie. They've got the new Carrie, the 2013 one in there. Mm-hmm. Pet Cemetery from 89. Uh, Apt Pupil. That was a bizarre movie. Uh, Dark Half, Pet Cemetery from 2019. That one was horrible.
1: Cujo. <laughs> I haven't no. seen Cujo either.
0: It Chapter 2, The Running Man with Schwarzenegger, uh, Cat's Eye, Christine. Now, Christine was a pretty good thriller movie. I've
1: wanted to watch that. That's the one with the car, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Mist. The Mist is a great mm-hmm. movie. I l- I've loved that since a kid. Is that where they're that's all? In the, is that where they're all? The, like the grocery, grocery store. store yeah. And yeah.
0: They're like, don't go out there, and she runs out there. Yeah, that's um, a great one. Now Creepshow. I, th- I was telling you guys about Creepshow yep. the other day. Um, Creepshow two I like better than Creepshow one. But Creepshow I can one only find the 12. second
1: one. I don't know where to find the first one.
0: Um, Doctor Sleep, The Green Mile, 1408. The Dolores Green Mile Claiborne was a, was a fantastic movie. I really enjoyed that movie. They
1: made a Gerald's Game. Uh, yeah i've her, seen
2: that
0: rotten tomatoes has number uh, shining is number seven everybody else has it as number one they have it as number seven um it number six the dead zone number five misery yeah, misery wasn't bad either number no four. i have the book i want to watch stand by me not i wouldn't consider that a. Th- no. I wouldn't consider that a horror movie it's more of a drama shawshank redemption and number one is carrie
1: the shawshank redemption's good but i don't know if i would put it ahead of Again, the shining rotten, rotten tomatoes and yeah. angry mile and And it and Pet Cemetery. I wouldn't put it above all those. The Shawshank Redemption was kind of boring, to be honest. But. In any case, I'm sure we'll touch on movies more in a future episode. We, that is a topic we are wanting to integrate more in our podcast. So I'm hoping we get to talk about it a little more. But uh, thanks for listening. I'm sorry this episode was a little bit longer than we were all anticipating. But I hope you enjoyed it. And and let us know if you've watched any of those movies. And give us a shout out on Facebook if you've, you've watched them and what you think. And maybe if your opinion differs. Like if you like Hereditary, I'm sorry. I'm going to call you out. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, let us know on our socials. And we'll see you next week.